baby bus. Around the world in eighty days. Episode sixteen. Oh dear, Mr. Fogg is angry. Tuesday, December three, eighteen seventy-two. On the sixty-second day of our trip around the world in eighty days, we reached San Francisco. Ah, I've been so unlucky. On the deck of the ocean liner, the General Grant, bound for San Francisco, Detective Fix strolled as he muttered to himself. Ugh, ever since I started chasing Mr. Fogg, my bad luck hasn't stopped. First, I hurt my nose at the market in Egypt. Then I lost two hundred pounds buying passport to a meal. After that, a typhoon nearly blew me into the sea to feed the fish. When he thought about encountering the typhoon a few days earlier, Fix couldn't help but shiver. But soon, a smile spread across his face. <laughs> It's said that if one survives a great catastrophe, blessings will surely follow. At that moment, a person walked toward him. They looked at each other, and the smile froze on Fix's face. Best part two. The other fellow was chubby, and his hair was as messy as a chicken's nest. It was none other than Passepartout. There you are, Fix. It's not. It's not me. It's not me. Huh? Blessings follow after surviving a great catastrophe. I'm going to die here today. Detective Fix feared Passepartout more than anything else at the moment. He quickly covered his face with his hands and ran away in a panic. He ran a couple of steps before he was lifted up like a kitten. Still want to run? Fix, you've caused me a lot of trouble. I'm going to teach you a lesson. Uh, pass part two, P please, uh, please let me explain. Why don't you explain it to my fist? Pass part two's fists were like the rain splattering down on Fix's face. Splatter, splatter. It didn't take long for Fix to begin seeing stars. And for his head to swell up like a balloon. Now Detective Fix was angry too. He gnashed his teeth and cried. Ah! Are you done? No! Passepartout immediately landed two more punches. Fix's eyes looked like a panda's. Passepartout seemed to feel a little better, so he was a little less angry at last. Ah! Ah! Oh! 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 Uh, oh. Okay. Uh, oh. Okay. Fine. Fine. Ah. Uh, stop hitting me. From today onwards, I. I. I won't go against Mr. Fogg. I'll help him instead. <laughs> Now you believe he's a good man too. I don't. Seeing Passepartout raise his fist again, Detective Fix said quickly, "Ah,、uh, listen to me first. At first, I kept creating trouble for Mr. Fogg because I had to buy some time for the arrest warrant from London to reach me, so I could arrest him. But now you've already left England's sphere of influence. Even if I had received the arrest warrant a few days ago, it would be nothing but trash now. It is only effective if Mr. Fogg returns to England. So you want to help my master return to England? That's right. Now I've confirmed that Mr. Fogg is definitely returning to England for the rest of the trip. I'll do all I can to help him. So our goal is the same now. Passepartout frowned and thought for a while. He believed Fix was telling the truth. Good. I'll let you off for now. 
If you dare play any more tricks... Uh, uh, you'll beat me to a pulp. Uh. And don't you forget it! Having said that, Passepartout walked away in a huff. On December 3rd, 11 days later, Mr. Fogg and the others reached San Francisco. Later, they planned to take a train to New York. Passepartout had heard that during this part of the journey, there was a danger of being robbed by barbarians. Having received permission from Mr. Fogg, he went out to buy a pistol to protect himself and his friends. Mr. Fogg and Lady Aouda went to apply for visas together, and they did some shopping along the way. They hadn't gone far when they ran into Fix. Mr. Fogg, are you going shopping? Do you mind if I join you? Of course, Detective Fix didn't really want to go shopping with Mr. Fogg. But his greatest wish now was for Mr. Fogg to return to England safely. So he decided to stay close to him, protect him, and make sure no harm came to him. When he heard Fix's request, Mr. Fogg nodded and said, It would be my honor. The three of them strolled around town. Soon they came to a bustling street. It was very crowded. On the road, there were doors to many shops, and the roofs were all crowded with people. The people held flags and posters of different colors, yelling loudly. We, we support, support Mr. Hammerfield! We, we support Mr. Hammerfield! We support the handsome Mr. We support Hey, are you creating trouble on purpose? I'm going to beat you up! Bring it on! Fix glanced at everyone vigilantly, then leaned toward Mr. Fogg's ear and said, Sir, it, uh, they look like they're holding an election for some uh, official positions. Uh, it's best that we don't get involved with this disorderly crowd. Certainly. If I'm not wrong, they're about to fight. Then Mr. Fogg, Lady Aouda, and Detective Fix quickened their steps. But before they got too far, the crowd started fighting. Ouch! 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 You kicked my butt! You kicked my butt! You bit my ear! You my ear! The street sank into confusion. Stinky shoes, stinky socks, and anything else you can imagine were used as weapons. They flew through the air like bullets. Mr. Fogg and the others were caught in the middle of the crowd. They were jostled here and there. Suddenly, a figure with a red face, red beard, and red hair appeared. From his appearance, he looked like the leader of one of the groups. He thought Mr. Fogg was somebody from the enemy camp. He rushed to his face, raised a fist as big as a dish, and was about to hit him. Take that! Ah! Stop! Stop right there! Detective Fix was terribly frightened. His job now was to protect Mr. Fogg. When he had returned to England safely, he would find a chance to arrest the old thief. But for now, he didn't want to see Mr. Fogg's trip delayed because of an injury. Detective Fix scampered in front of Mr. Fogg like an agile monkey, blocking him from the fierce man. The burly fellow's fist landed on Fix's head. A huge bump immediately swelled up on his head. Mr. Fix, are you all right? Before Fix could answer, 
a second blow came from the burly fellow. Take that, too! Mr. Fogg suddenly flashed from behind Fix and caught hold of the burly fellow's wrist. He glared at the burly fellow as if flames were about to burst from his eyes. He looked like a ferocious lion. You think you can hurt my friend as you please? My name is Fogg. I'll come back and look for you. The burly fellow pulled his hand away and showed no weakness as he answered. Many times. I'm Colonel Stamp. After they had exchanged words, the crowd slowly dispersed. Only then did Fix realize that his clothes were torn. His pants were so tattered that they looked like underpants. Mr. Fix? Are you all right? Don't worry, Lady Auda. My head is harder than a diamond. <laughs> you should ask whether the burly fellow's hand was hurt. <sighs> Detective Fix squeezed out a smile, but before he could finish talking, his head turned to the side and plop. He fainted. <laughs>